0: So, this is the Self-Development with Tactics book. So, this is uh, probably going to be a little bit of a a shorter one, I assume, because the book summary is also quite short, which, um, on the other hand, just enables me to, uh, no, fuck you, to... Uh, Also just I think take a little bit just more time and talk about things a little bit more, more clearly maybe and um, just get out all the thoughts that I'm having and all the things that I want to talk about and and yeah this is actually the second episode or third episode after my long break so I'm actually very very happy to be here and it is indeed something that I've been looking forward to um, doing and uh, so, yeah, with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self to World with Tactics podcast. And today, we're actually going to go through something very specific and something very interesting. We're going to go through Let My People Go Surfing by Yvonne uh, Shuina, I guess, or something. I'm very sorry. The education of a reluctant businessman. Um, and it is including 10 more years of business, unusual. The thing is, um, as the high-level thoughts already say, it is about Patagonia or Patagonia, however you actually pronounce it, the brand, which is actually having a pretty cool logo. I like it, but um, it is all about why it is such a successful brand, why it has been working so well over the past years. And um, yeah, I think pretty interesting because I guess besides North Face... I guess, or is it Dino face? I don't even know. Um, They're doing a pretty good job, I think in the whole sports business. I don't actually know whether they also have like just quote unquote normal clothing, if they just have some casual things or if they're only having uh, sports gear and stuff like that. Um, But I think in this department, they're actually pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Summary notes. I learned at an early age that it is better to invent your own game, then you can always be a winner. I found my games in the ocean, creeks and hillsides surrounding Los Angeles. And the thing is, yes, it is the case. Because if you are um, if you start your own game, if you invent your own game, then there's not going to be anybody else that is playing that game but you. So you just have to be the best. And it is the same with industries and it is the same as with uh, niches. You know, if your niche is um, just the only one or if you are the only one in your niche, then you're always going to be the best. Which um, is quite also kind of a, an interesting thought because why just uh, don't we have an own niche? You know, instead of, okay, uh, I'm going to do whatever this person is doing or I'm going to do whatever this business is doing because they're already doing that. You know, they're already just uh, maybe and probably also pretty good at whatever they're doing. And so it does make sense to invent your own things and think about things on your own. And um, yeah, then just be the best and don't have or just not having the, um, not having the, the, the problem with competing with anybody else or somebody else. Can a company that wants to make the best quality outdoor clothing in the world be the size of Nike? Can a 10 table, 3 star French restaurant retain its third star when it adds 50 tables? Can you have it all? The question haunted me throughout the 1980s as Patagonia evolved. Um, I don't really think that we can have it all, but I think we can just do a really really good job at all of those things. And, And I don't know, you know, maybe Patagonia is able to surpass Nike Uh, In some ways, I don't think that it is the case at this point in time, but we can just have a look at some data afterwards. Yeah. Um, Our own company had exceeded its resources and limitations. We had become dependent, like the world economy, on growth we could not sustain. But as a small company, we couldn't ignore the problem and wish it away. We were forced to rethink our priorities and institute new practices. We had to start breaking the rules. Which is not always something nice, you know, because if you have good rules and great rules, then... Um, it does make sense to not break them, I guess. You know, of course, sometimes it does make sense and sometimes it is even a really good thing to do so, but I wouldn't necessarily just, um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that of a big fan of that. Not Well, it really depends on the situation, it really depends on the context and stuff like that. For the most part, the big problems have been solved and there were no crises, except those that were invented by management to keep the company in Yarak. Uh, falcony falcon return meaning when you uh, when your falcon is super alert hungry but not weak and ready to hunt, and um, yeah I think I think it makes sense I know if everything is nice and if everything is great then if everything is running um uh, really smoothly then I think we get a little bit comfortable and uh, this could lead to um yeah, us not just giving our best and us not, not trying everything that we could try and and all sorts of, of these things, you know? I really believe. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's see, what is going on? With clearly defined quality criteria for all aspects of a product, it becomes a straightforward matter to judge which are the best clothes or automobiles, wines or hamburgers. Yes. It really is the case, and I think it is also the case for whatever it might be about. If it is an apartment, whether it is a car, whether it is a table, whether it is rings, whether it is a watch, whether it is a smartphone, if you have uh, certain criterias, then you can really be good with judging how good this product is based on these criterias. Of course, if you change the criterias, the whole result is probably going to be a different one. And if you are just changing the criteria in, um, in the middle of doing the task because of, okay, you know, I actually want this product to win, which is not a good idea because um, why? Yeah. Uh, people have too many choices these days. They are tired of constantly having to make decisions, particularly when it takes a major effort to make intelligent decisions. For example, knowing the difference between all the breathable and or waterproof fabrics. For most people, separating the men's styles from the women's is hard enough. The best restaurants in the world have set menus and the best ski. Shops have already decided which skis are best for you, for your skill and price level. The Dalai Lama says, too much choice brings unhappiness. And it is the case. Because, I don't know, And I think this is something that we've all seen in our lives, that when we have just a lot of choices to make, then it often uh, is just not good. Maintain a sense of urgency throughout a company is one of the most difficult challenges in business. The problem is further compounded by having to depend on outside suppliers who may not have the same sense of expediency. Yes, every time we have to depend on somebody that might not be as working hard as we do, then um, yeah, it is difficult. It really is. Because um, they are not how we hope they are. We should borrow and adapt ideas even from unlikely sources. McDonald's is as far from Patagonia as you get in its image and many of its values. But I respect one thing it does: no one, no one at McDonald's ever tells a customer, "Sorry, we are all out of what office uh, we all out of iceberg lettuce today." It successfully organizes on-time delivery every day of the week, and I think Patagonia could learn a lesson from McDonald's and the symbiotic relationship it enjoys with its suppliers. And I do think, I mean, I don't know how much money there is in the game or, you know, how much money there is in this whole thing um, when it comes to the supply chain and stuff like that, but I think there is quite something in it because... Um, and or they just build everything themselves, which is probably the case, you know, just... McDonald's is indeed um, supplying themselves at this time, and, and of course, they are then just gonna make sure that everything is fine. If this actually kind of makes sense, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't actually know. Slow growth or no growth means the profits have to come from our being more efficient every year. Unlike the government, we cannot rely on an expanding economy to burn the fat away. Quote unquote. It's easier for a company to make a profit when it is growing at 10% or 50% a year. We have been profitable in years when we grew only a few percent by increasing the quality of our product, maximizing the efficiency of our operations and living or living without or within our means. And Which is also something that we as private persons, without just having a company or without being a company, um, should also think about. It because we do sometimes live above our means and it is dangerous. The ship's carpenter on Shackleston lifeboats, the James Cart took only three simple hand tools with him on a passage from Antarctica to South George Island. Knowing that if he needed to, he could build another boat with only those tools. I believe the way toward mastery of any endeavor is to work toward simplicity, replace complex technology with knowledge. The more you know, the less you need from my Feeble attempts at simplifying my own life. I've learned enough to know that should we have to or choose to live more simply, it won't be an impoverished life, but one richer in all the ways that really matter. And this is actually quite it with uh, the whole summary. I do think that it might be a very relevant book to go through. I don't know. I can actually tell because the summary is very, 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 very um, short. But Patagonia. Let's actually see what revenue is doing and stuff. Um, no nope. revenue 750 million US dollars in 2015. Well, okay, this is quite some time. Numbers of employees a thousand only, well, only quote unquote, you know. 2017, uh, the CEO since 2014 is Rose Marcario. And what the- I'm very sorry, this was just way too loud. Uh, Founded 1973, Ventura, California, United States, and the founder is Yvon Junna, which is the author of the book that we already gone uh, that we just have gone through, and he apparently is an American rock climber, environmentalist, and outdoor industry billionaire businessman. His company in Patagonia is known for its environmental focus. Junna is also a surfer, kayaker, and falconer, and is particularly fond of Tenkara uh, fly fishing. Net worth $1.2 billion. He kind of looks a little bit mad on all those photos. And a little bit like just angry and stuff. But I also wonder who Rose Macario is. It's amazing that it is a woman. You know, because, well, what did I expect? Anyway. Education University at Albany. As uh, the CEO of outdoor Patagonia, she joined the company in 2008 as CFO. And Patagonia's profits have tripled since then. Which I guess I mean, if you're able to do something great for a company, then it doesn't mean what uh, what uh, what skin color you have, what whatever. Patagonia CEO stepped down this week, twenty twenty, June eleven. Well, um, I see, but I mean, who is the CEO of Patagonia? I mean, it's kind of the the first time that's um. Wikipedia is a little bit too late, I guess. There should be some change there. Well, anyway, um, I do wonder what Nike's revenue is. It's probably going to be like just 3 billion or something. What revenue? 34.35 billion US dollars. And I just see that. Could this actually be the case? Patagonia isn't even a public company. I don't know, because the stock price... The stock price of Nike is actually not that high. With 80, 90 euros. Founded Eugene, Oregon, United States, 1964. Headquarters is actually also in Oregon. And subsidiaries, Converse... I didn't know that Converse is uh, from Nike. Nike Flight, or Nike Flight, Nike Vision, and Nike Cortez. And even more, the CEO at this point in time is... Um, they do they actually have two CEOs, John Danoho and Mark Parker, founders Phil Knight and Bill Powerman. Let's actually see who John Donohoe is. Uh, the second is an American businessman who is the CEO of Nike. Early in his career, he worked for Brain and Company, becoming the first uh the firm's president and CEO in 1999. He's on the board of directors at Nike. Uh, the bridge span group and is chairman of PayPal. That's actually very interesting. He has four children, spouse education, Stanford Graduate School of Business, Dartmouth College, and so on and so on and so on. on. He's also having LinkedIn if you wanna check him out on LinkedIn. I don't actually know why you want to do that or why you would like to do that, but anyway. And then we're having Mark Parker. He's an American businessman. He serves as an executive chairman of Nike Inc. He was named the third CEO of the company in 2006 and served as president and CEO until 2020. So he stepped also down. He's stepping down. Yes, 2019. Very interesting. Uh, He's having a sibling called Christopher Parker. Interesting. Education, Penn State University and West Hill High School. I do wonder what their salary is. Let's actually have a look at this salary it must be high 13 million actually 14 million and what about the other dude uh no this is not what i wanted to do clearly not um as president and chief executive officer at service now inc john Denahoe made 16 million of this total 7500 750,000, yes, was received as a salary. 905,000 was received as a bonus, and zero bucks was uh, received in stock options. 15 million was awarded as stock, and 10,000 came from other types of compensation. I see. Paywizard.com. Born 1960. Annual salary is 18.5 million. Monthly 1.5 million, weekly 300k and daily 71 fucking K, which is kind of the Triple-folded amount of what some people just uh, Get in a year, which is insane. I do by the way wonder what Mark Zuckerberg is paying himself Just because I'm seeing it. Well 22.6 million is also something Monthly 1.8 weekly 400k daily 860k um with seventy-two billion dollars I mean he's he's quite wealthy, I'm not gonna lie. Uh overall Zuckerberg received one point four eight seven blah 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 f- million for twenty eleven, excluding his substantial stake in the company. Effective january first, twenty thirteen, Zuckerberg will reduce his base and his salary to one dollar. Okay, I see. Who is there as well? I don't know all of these people, Bobby Murphy, Brain, whatever. Arvind Krishna, uh, born in is going to be the CEO of IBM from April. Uh, USA Today, May two thousand nineteen. Most recent annual compensation seventeen point six million. I mean, um, I gotta have to be what? Wait, 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 wait. Let's have a look at Apple, because I think that Tim Cook, Tim Cook salary. I don't know, or I don't think that Tim Cook is. Received 3 million million in salary in 2019, the same uh, as a year earlier and a uh, 7.67 million bonus, which was down from 12 million. His total compensation dropped from 136 million in 2018 to 125 million last year, which is also fine, I guess. Does this mean, well, was the other thing just salary, just alone, or was it like the whole compensation? Well, I'm not quite sure. Anyway, I think we're gonna uh, just end this episode there. I hope that I've been able to just talk about some things that you are interested in and that are not too boring and stuff. Um, but yeah, I uh, wish you the best health of feminism, also success, and also hope that you're gonna remind yourself you're gonna be remembered, which uh, basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. And, um, yeah. Um, Uh, three other questions that I have you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. And another question that I have you is, what could you particularly say? I'm not about just, um, just doing and creating and whatnot, but what could you particularly say to another person that is really going to make their day and their life better? What could it be? Um Please think about that. I think these are just really amazing questions, to be honest. And then, yeah, I'm going to see you the next time. I at least hope. And, um, yeah, bye-bye.